I love new beginnings. Every day, every hour, and each moment is in reality an opportunity for a new beginning. Taking the action of drawing a line in the sand and stepping over to the other side of whatever we're experiencing at the moment. Welcome to the podcast, Confessions of a Leader. I'm your host, C. Priscilla. I'm in my last week of summer vacation, and I'm so ready for the fall that I'm doing a mental restart right now. Because this first week of August during the corona pandemic is an opportunity for a new beginning, a clean slate. We're on new grounds, and it's an opportunity for all of us to blaze new trails with fire in our bellies. Joyce Meyer says, where the mind goes, the man follows. So this week, we can all start priming our minds to reclaim the guts, the belief, and the vision for our lives, our careers, and our leadership. We need to push through these unpredictable times to come out on top. And what we're working for is on the other side of hopelessness, discouragement, and fear. This is a time to be deliberate with our thinking, our focus, and how we manage our emotions. Because if we don't, fear is going to get the best of us. And we'll show up in the world as fearful, pessimistic, and angry human beings. We all see it on the rise in social media, in the news, and when we meet people in person. This pandemic is getting the best of us. Leaders are under-communicating, they're disconnecting, colleagues are judging each other for how they are following the restrictions, and empathy and perspective is sorely missed. So instead of staying down, keeping our heads down, elevating above the murmuring crowds will not only let us hear the optimistic sound of birds singing again, but it will also provide an overview. It allows us to focus on direction and how to get past the obstacles. So instead of staring straight into them like brick walls, obstacles become stepping stones that provide altitude, speed, and new ways to reach our goals. Stop wishing and start hoping to rise above the crowd. Yes, I said hope. Start hoping. The quickest way to get up from hopelessness, discouragement, and fear is by rising with hope. I know hope has gotten a bad rep for being weak and passive when it's actually the strongest, most deliberate force of power available to us. Wikipedia describes hope as an optimistic state of mind based on an expectation of positive outcomes about events and circumstances in one's life or the world at large. That's a heavy sentence, but it is so true. I'm gonna repeat it. Hope is an optimistic state of mind based on an expectation of positive outcomes about events and circumstances in one's life or the world at large. And as a verb, its definitions include expect with confidence, and to cherish a desire with anticipation. 
So hope is not sitting back, waiting for something to happen and leaving the outcome up to chance. Hope is expecting positive outcomes with courage, desire, and belief that things will be okay. And courage, desire, and belief is the fuel that will propel us into action. So that's why we have to keep our hopes high. Because hope has the power to get us the results we want when we apply it with focus, direction, and action. And it's available to anyone, anywhere, and it's free. So here's a way to start hoping again. Get out a piece of paper and a pen. And I want you to think of a previous situation or project that at one time seemed hopeless. You thought there was no way it could end well, but with some effort and creativity, it did. And the end result might have been different from what you planned for, but you still view it as a success. So we're gonna write this down using my HOPE method. And HOPE stands for history plus obstacle plus pivot equals end result. So I'm gonna give you a couple of examples. And here's a team story example. The team was working on getting 10 new clients. That's the history. When the oil crisis set in, that's the obstacle. We got together for a few creative sessions and found a new use for our oil and gas product within the health industry. That's the pivot. We ended up getting 20 new clients and gained market shares within a new industry. That's the end result. And a personal story example could be something like this. I got a new job in a small company operating within my field of interest. That's the history. Unfortunately, I didn't have anything in common with my colleagues and we didn't get along very well. Now that's the obstacle. I decided to give it some time and directed my focus to the task while being polite to my colleagues. Mastering my tasks provided me with both internal pleasure and outward recognition. That's the pivot. I became skilled and confident in my work and my relationship with my colleagues changed. We saw each other as peers and discovered common ground. That's the end result. Now repeat this process until you don't have any more stories. And when you can't think of another story, call your spouse, your partner, your colleague, your friend, or anyone who knows or shares your stories and have them help you recover the stories you've forgotten and keep writing your hope stories. And when you're done, I want you to read the stories out loud. Read them to yourself. Read them to your team. And keep reading them until hope rises. And when the urge to do something kicks in, don't wait. Step up and run with it. We as leaders in the home, in our workplace, in the community, we have an obligation to bring hope and belief that we will bounce back. And we need to be role models. We need to do the work and show the way. We won't know the exact route because no one does in this uncertainty. But we can show the willingness to try without fear of failure. And we can show courage by being stoic in the middle of chaos. And we can help people lift their gaze and move forward with hope. So I am going into August with a fire in my belly, with hope 
expecting great things for the fall ahead and I can feel what that's doing in my body. It straightens my back, it allows for deeper breaths and a clearer mind, and I'm ready to really live again. And no matter what goes on in the world, it's not going to steal my focus or kill the fire in me to do the work I'm here to do. And I hope that you also protect your fire and focus so that you can be of service to your family, your workplace, and your community, because they need your fire. So if you like this episode, I would be so grateful if you head on over to iTunes and leave me a review, because that will help us get great leaders on the podcast and pick their brains about their journey to impact and success. Until next time, enjoy your life. Neat Leva.